We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. And a good Saturday morning to you. Once again, it is time for another rousing edition of Pack-A-Day. I'm Jake Turner, alongside my partner in crime, 32 years in the business, still writing for BobMcGinnFootball.com. He was actually covering the Philadelphia Eagles before then, and he is Mark Echo. Mark, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, Jake. How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. I don't know. I got this feel of optimism right now for the Packers coming up. I don't know why, but... After doing some statistics today, I kind of felt like maybe we do need to be optimistic about this team. All right, Mark. So the Packers, it's been a frustrating time. Five slow starts, five games, but they're still 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. There's one thing that has been kind of on the minds, though, of the Packer fans, and that's got to be the play calling. So why is it so inconsistent right now? Well, see, I'm... I'm... <laughs> I rarely question play calling because, mm-hmm. first of all, we don't know what the play call was. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not there. Right. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what Mike McCarthy actually calls is is what is done on the field. Aaron Rodgers could could check out of it. Maybe McCarthy's calling more running plays. I, I assume that's what you're you're getting at. Why aren't they yes. running the ball more? Well, we don't know. Number one, we we don't know that Rogers sees something at the line and checks out of it, and then you 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 said as you said earlier the slow starts. 
when you're down 24 nothing, running the ball isn't going to help you a whole lot. When you're down, I mean, they've been outscored 42 to 13 in the, in the first quarter this this year. So they they've been they've been down almost every game. They haven't scored on their opening drive yet this year. That's unlike the Packers. The Packers have historically have been a very good opening drive team. I mean, for years they led the league in in points off their opening drive. Mm-hmm. In five games this year, it's been punt, 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 miss field goal. So. They're not getting out quick enough. And, you know, I don't – and I've said this a million times. I'll say it a million and one now. Why not? When Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback, yep. you're always going to be a pass-first team. And that's just that's just the way it is. If you don't – if that's not what you like, then find another – go like the New York Giants who uh, have a great running back and the worst quarterback in the in the league right, right now. And they'll be <laughs> one in five. So, I mean, if, if that's what you want, go ahead. You could be a running team. You don't win by running the football in this league. You, you now, with all that said, yes, the Packers do need better balance, but you have to. Th- I mean, the way the league is set up now, you throw to win. So with that, now, I mean, with we understand this is a place pass happy ball club here, but the running game has shown sparks of life, especially when sure. Aaron Jones is running the ball. But he only ran it seven times. Uh, they were down against the Lions. Yep, they were down. So how can they get away from the passing to set up the running game and at least get some points on the board? When you're down twenty-four nothing, you 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 can't run the ball. I mean, that, that, mm-hmm. that's silly to try to. I mean, you run here and there, but you can't. I don't think going into the game last week they said, "Well, we're going to give the ball to Aaron Jones seven times." Mm-hmm. But when you fall behind twenty-four nothing because your kicker can't make a field goal and your quarterback is turn the ball over and they and you get a bad call on a on a on a punt things happen mike mccarthy had nothing to do with that loss last week okay i'm gonna say it right now mike mccarthy people want to kill mike mccarthy kill my fire mccarthy he had nothing to do with that loss mm-hmm. the kicker and the quarterback lost that game by themselves the quarterback you said wait a minute i understand the, the kicker but you said the quarterback. You're talking about yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Why yeah, is he blamed? He, he handed the Lions ten points. And what they lose by eight? I can do math, right? Eight. Let's see. They lost by eight. Rodgers gave him ten directly with two awful fumbles. Mm-hmm. That's ten minus eight. Yeah, Packers would win by two. Even with all the miss, miss field goals. I know. Rodgers played awful last week. And I don't want to. Don't tell me he threw for four hundred yards. There were garbage yards in the second half when they were when they were already down twenty four nothing. Rogers, he missed open receipts. First half, he was he was abysmal. Mm-hmm. He was. He, him and the kicker lost the game for him last week. Well, the reason why and, I asked you this, Mark, is is simply this: I haven't heard this. I, I well, haven't man, heard this you, you from anybody <laughs> about well, Aaron Rodgers. You know, they think he read, walks read on water, but everybody forgets about. Too. But everybody forgets that he's also human. And he was also one of the reasons why they lost that game. Like you said, 24 to nothing at halftime. You, you can't win games like that. You can't just walk up to Aaron Rodgers, 24 nothing, and go, Hey, Aaron, you want, can you win it for us? Doesn't this give you this look like, oh, he, again? again? Part of the 24 was on him. 10 of those 24. Right. The defense actually, the defense gave up, with, or the, the Packers, I won't say the defense. The Packers gave up 31 points last week. Yeah. The defense actually played a very a, a better than average game. I won't say very good, but a better than average game. I agree. 
the, the special teams gave gave the Lions seven. Or the special teams and the referee gave the gave the Lions seven because the ball didn't hit Kevin King; it, 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 it hit the Lion player. Um, but Kevin King shouldn't be near, or Tremont Williams has to come up and catch the ball. So special teams and a and a questionable call by the by the ref handed the Lions seven points. Aaron Rodgers handed them ten more. That's seventeen. So the defense really only gave up fourteen points. I'll tell you what, if the defense gives up 14 points every week the rest of the year, Packers are going to win a whole lot of games. Yeah, because, I mean, like we, like I said at the beginning, is that it's time to be optimistic. It's time to push this game under the rug here. You know, they got the 49ers coming up. And I'm glad yeah, you brought they, they up the defense. They have to win I mean, it's, Now there's no, they have to win. And, and not just win, they have to look good winning. Yeah, exactly. Right. And just like here on Pack-A-Day, we want to look good here when we are talking well, you know, Packer good. football. They can't actually see us. So we <laughs> We're painting the picture for them, Mark. <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> this is the Pack-A-Day Podcast. You can find us at Twitter at, at Pack-A-Day Podcast. You can tweet me at, at Jake Turner Sport or Mark himself at Mark Echo 8 He is feisty tonight here, but of course... No, I'm just, I'm be. not feisty. I mean, I'm, I'm open, maybe, but... No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of seeing Packer fans on Twitter just kill the head coach. Listen, I know. there are things... I don't, I don't agree with everything Mike McCarthy does, but yeah. last week, I don't think I don't think he was to blame at all. I, I did not question him last week. I, he, he, when you fall behind the way that the way they did, and, and the, like I said, the quarterback, and I don't get me wrong, listen, I like Aaron Rodgers as much as any Packer fan likes Aaron Rodgers. He's a, you know, but I mean, let's be honest, he didn't. Maybe it's the knee. Maybe it's I don't know what it is. Maybe Bob McGinn pointed it out. He had a great line in his column mm-hmm. um, after the game where he said Rodgers has to stop worrying about who's not on the field and worry about who's on the field. And I and you know. He was playing without two of his wide receivers. The mm-hmm. rookies, however, um, Valdez, Scantling, and St. Brown, for their first ever real test, I thought both of them came out okay. Oh, and, that, and that also gives a lot of credit to Brian Gutekunst, who drafted three wide receivers in this year's draft, and two of them showed off beautifully. I mean, how how impressed were you by the rookie wideouts in the second half? Like, like I said, I thought they both graded out pretty well for their first. Now, now, now they, did they make some mistakes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a penalty on on MVS. He he, he covered up the tight end. I mean, that, there are little things that you know you, you call them rookie mistakes, and you you let them go once. But as coaches have told me for for years and years and years, when it got you, you know, we we don't mind a rookie mistake, but you can't keep, you can't make that mistake again and again because then you're not then it's just. You're not doing your job, so you know they and they ran a couple routes the wrong, wrong way. I mean, they're, they're, you know, you have to live with if you're playing rookies, you have to live with some things like that. But they have to get better. Um, but all in all, I think yeah, both of them showed that they they're they could be players. MVS especially, I, I think, um, I think he could become a pretty pretty dynamic player for the Packers moving forward. And we haven't seen J- J- Jamon Moore yet. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's big and fast as well. I think, you know, this might turn out to be a pretty good draft. Wideouts, pretty impressive. Uh, another thing is the offensive line. Uh, Byron Bell, looks like he's a blessing in disguise right now, right guard. First time he's ever done guard ever in the NFL. What is James Campen getting the credit for on this? 
I mean, Campen's done a nice job. Campen's been a good offense. Oh, excuse me, Campen's been yeah. a good offensive line coach for a lot of years now. I mean, if if, if you look at um, you know Packer offensive linemen, other than Brian Balaga, who 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 was a first round yeah. pick, he's taken fourth, fifth, you know, undrafted guys and turned them into pretty good players. I mean, you know, Lindsey, what a fifth round pick. Uh, Bakhtiari, fourth round pick. Lane Taylor, un- undrafted. Um, go back be- before that, Sitton and Lang, middle middle round picks. So I mean, this guy's pretty good. I mean, let's let's, let's just let's be honest. I mean, he's just a pretty good good coach, and he and he, and he gets the most out of what he's given. Um, you know, Byron Byron Bell looks like. I mean, to me, just looking at him, physically looking at him, he looks more like a guard than a, than, a, than a tackle, doesn't he? Like he's yeah. not long and lean. He's more of that brawler type, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been I'm, able to open up some nice holes right off that right side, and he's been showing off the last couple of weeks. Now, even though Rodgers has been sacked six times, a couple of this, those sacks have been his fault. Yeah, it's also he because holds of that the ball injury. too darn long. Get rid of it, Aaron. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah. I yelled the TV, throw the ball. I mean... He's always see that, and listen again. I don't want it to come across as just killing Aaron Rodgers. This is no, no, no. You're being very balanced. But it seems like he's always he's trying to make the big play. And Mm -hmm. and listen, no one can make the big play like like Aaron Rodgers can. He's, I mean, you know, he he's done it time and again. But sometimes you just have to take the small play and live live for for another play. And maybe it'll be there, you know, down the road. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with, with taking a five or six yard gain, especially on first and ten. You know, I don't mind second and four, second and five. That that's nice. I like that. You know, it's a lot better than getting sacked and fumbling. It's a lot better than than you know second and eighteen. I mean, you know, I would say of those sacks, yeah, more than half, more than half were were on him. I mean, the line's not going to block forever. Yeah. I don't care how good the Lions play. They're not. They they can't hold. I mean, they're not good. You can't. They're they're not a know. good football team, Mark. I mean, that they're not. And I mean, we talked about this during the game because this is one thing we do uh, for our, our fans here. Of course, is you and me. We have very good communication, and we talk during the games. And we looked at this and go, "How are we losing to the Detroit Lions? They're not even good. Their defense has regressed. Their offense is all over the place." And the running game is still well; it's still in translation right now. So well, it's actually gotten better. But, but a little okay. bit, a little bit. The offense has gotten better. The defense has gotten worse. That's how I. That's, that's what I. Yeah. Seen. Well, the Packers, like I just said before, mm-hmm. the the Packer defense really only allowed fourteen points last last week. Mm-hmm. All right, two 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 drives. I'll take that every week. I'll, if, if you yeah. tell me the Packers are defense only going to allow 14 points every, every week, I'd say, man, that's a great defense. In- the offense last week, mm-hmm. first of all, and again, I love the guy. He's probably the greatest kicker in, in Packer history. Or right, He's right there. If he's not the best, he's number one or two. Mm-hmm. Mason Crosby had a, had, a, had a nightmare day. Yeah. You know, you can't miss. You can't, he, he took 13 points off the board. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give him a pass on the 56-yarder. I mean, that, that's less than 50-50 to make that. Maybe, But he left 10 points on the board. You know, I mean, put 10 points on the Packers' score, that's 33 points. That's a pretty good day. Yeah. I... And, it changed, and it changes everything, too. If they're making, 
you know, if he makes the early field goals, then they, then they are running the ball more. Maybe it's not twenty-four nothing, right? So that that you know, him missing those field goals just just it just took everything out of, out of kilter. So, Interesting. Right now, the heck, right now, they, this is this has the this looks like a team that's not very good. However, mm-hmm. like you said, they're two, two, and one, which isn't what we thought they'd be. But if they, beat a, if they beat a bad and banged up 49ers team Monday night, mm-hmm. they're three, two, and one, maybe in first place if the Bears lose right. in Miami. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe in first place, and they go into their bye week, mm-hmm. which probably couldn't come which, at a better time, especially if they win. Three, two, and one. They go into bye week. The, the guys that are a little nicked up get another get to be healthier. Aaron Rodgers can rest that knee for another. Maybe get a, he'll get a little healthier. Mm-hmm. It's up to the coaching staff, but Mike McCarthy, Mike Patton, the assistant coaches, whatever, to fix the flaws that we've seen. You know, because um, when they come out of that bye, it, it gets pretty rough. You got the Rams, Patriots. What was it? Rams, Patriots. Yes, Dolphins, uh, Seahawks, or something. Yep, Rams. Yep, at the Rams, at the Patriots. So in two weeks, they're going to be going against two top tier offenses with uh, the Rams and the Patriots. And and arguably, two of the top four teams in the league, right? Yeah, they're gonna. I. But the thing is, is I mean, if like you said. And this is the Pack-A-Day podcast uh, right here on Buzzsprout. I'm, I'm Jake Turner alongside Mark Eckel. You can tweet us at, at Pack-A-Day Podcast. And uh, we're talking a little bit about, uh, you know, the Packers trying to get over this Lions loss. So let's jump into the Niners here. Monday Night Football. If there is a way that the Niners could possibly make life miserable for the Packers, what are the strengths of the 49ers? Well, it, right now they're all on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, their their defensive line is pretty good. Uh, they have three number one draft picks on that defensive line. They have Armstead, they have Solomon Thomas, and um, DeForest Buckner. Buckner, DeForest Buckner. That's three pretty good players. I mean, um, they're pretty good against the run. Uh, they can get after the. They they haven't put as much pressure on the quarterback as they they, they hope to, but they mm-hmm. but. But they can. I mean, those those three guys are pretty good. Um, so the Packers' offensive line, which we just talked about, is going to have to play their their A game. Um, and then the I mean, the Niners have to play. I mean, how can they? I mean, they have to play smart. And I, ball control. Keep. I mean, if, if if I'm the Niners, I come into this game thinking, all right, I'm gonna, I'm going to count on my defensive line to get some pressure. Um, I'm going to do a lot of zone coverage, um, and offensively, I'm I'm going to I'm going to milk the clock. I'm going to try to play like a four corners offense. I'm going to run the ball. I'm going to I'm going to take the take the shot clock down to zero almost right before I snap it every time. Um, no, I'm I'm going to try to make the game as short as possible and try to come away with a you know twenty to sixteen kind of win. I mean, I think that's their only chance. And they, and maybe hope Mason Crosby misses another four field goals. <laughs> I mean, I hope that doesn't happen again. Um, I mean, they're, they're, it's really, it's going to be tough for the Niners to come into Lambeau Field on a Monday night without their starting quarterback, without their probably two of their best running backs. Um, and, and I think they're down a couple wide receivers. 
Yes, they are. So, so how I mean, do they neutralize? Really, this this is a chance for for Mike Pettin's defense, just as it was a couple weeks ago against the Buffalo Bills, to put up another big effort. You know, to uh, to win the game again. I mean, the, the Packer defense should win this game for them this week. So the fact so the fact is right now the Niners offense is pretty much being ran by running back Matt Breida who's actually been pretty good if they he's banged up and he's banged up and that's that is something right there so i mean all they have right now to handle is is CJ Beathard also keep in mind that their offensive line is banged up i mean Joe Staley hasn't been the same either yep. so how do you get to Beathard shut this down and get the ball back to the Packers offense yeah, that's what the defense. I mean, the one thing the defense hasn't done a lot. I mean, the defense is better. Let's 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 mm-hmm. let's start. Let's say some positive stuff because we were we we've been been a little negative. Which, but you know, we have to be fair. Yeah. But this defense has has made strides. I mean, this is a much better defense. The first five games of this year Full than it was the last five games of last year, right? Mm-hmm. This, this defense has shown improvement both in the secondary. Um, but what they're not, and, and even the people talk about the Packers' pass rush hasn't been hasn't been that that great, and and I, it, it could be better. There's, there's no doubt about it. But they are they are. I think I looked this up. They're fifth in the league in sacks, I believe. Mm-hmm. And and if, and and add the one that the referees took away from Clay Matthews, which was a sack, and they called him for, for roughing the passer, they'd yep. be tied for third in the league in sacks. That's not bad. No, it's not. You know? I mean, Blake so, Martinez had two sacks last week as well, and I mean, he's pretty much, he has been able to step up and become that leader of that front seven right now, and it's very what, interesting to see here. So, with but this, what they have to start doing on, on, on defense, just, let, let me just add this. No, go ahead. They got to get, they got to force, they, they have to get more more, more turnovers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, through the, through the glory years, even when the even when the Packers defense was in the middle of the pack, and the offense was 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 carrying them, one thing this one thing that the, the old Dom Capers defense did when it was when it was playing okay mm-hmm. was forcing turnovers. They got fumbles, they got interceptions. Um, they haven't been they haven't done that through the first five games. I think they have what they have four interceptions so far. Yeah, it's pretty three, three of them by uh, Clinton Dix, one by Alexander. Um, and they haven't forced many fumbles at all. Mm-hmm. So I expect this week, inexperienced quarterback, you know, not not a great running back. This this defense needs to come away with, I'm going to say, three three turnovers. Do you agree? Oh, without question, this is a big this is a big game for the defense to really show their stuff because. They're going to have two weeks to study against the Los Angeles Rams, and that will not be easy. But if this defense can come out strong, look good on national TV, and go into the bye week, that looks good for the Packers going forward. Yeah, sticking with the defense, haha, Clinton Dix uh, had some really strange things to say about his future in Green Bay. What's your thoughts on his comments this week? Uh, well, you know, as a, as a guy that, that covered teams for for 30 some years you kind of like a player being open and honest with you so Mm -hmm. um from that perspective i admire him you know i mean 
Listen, I guess he was, I don't know what the question was to him. I'm, I'm assuming he was asked about his future, and he made it clear that he doesn't expect to be here next year. And I kind of see was I see his point because usually the Packers, if they wanted him, if, and, I, and he must know that they, they haven't even talked to his agent. And if they're not even talking to his agent, then they probably are ready to move on. Um, with that said, anything could still happen. I mean, um, he needs, I mean, (laughs) he needs to play well enough for them to want to keep him, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, um, or for anybody else to want him for that matter. So it's kind of on, I mean, he could say whatever he wants. And what was the quote? He said, he's, he's like, he's all, all auditioning every week or something to that, that effect. Well, if he really believes that, well, then he better play a little better. So, talk, so with uh, playing better here, how do the Packers beat the Niners? Show up. Show up as the Green Bay Packers. I mean, the Green Bay Packers are, you know, two touchdowns better than the 49ers. Just, I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers versus C.K. Pether. That alone <laughs> should, I mean, seriously, that, that alone is, is worth 14 points, right? I mean, there, I mean, right now there isn't anything. I mean, we we're complaining about the Packers' offense, not you know, and, and rightfully so. But these two offenses aren't aren't even close. I mean, no, there, there's any, but there isn't anybody on the four. Is there anybody on the Forty Niners that you want right now? On if 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 you're the Packers, I can't think of anybody on their offense. No, there's no. I don't think there's one. Like you mentioned, Joe, Joe Staley. Yeah, at one point he was great, but he's not David Bakhtiari's ten times player. Joe, Joe Staley yeah. is right. Right now, I don't think there's one player on the 49ers that I would take on their offense that I would take on the Green Bay Packers offense. So that alone, you know, that I don't, I can't imagine the, the Niners scoring a whole lot of points this week. Not on offense anyway. Now special teams, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but if the Packers play their game and they're, you know. And, and at, at home this year, they have been, been a lot better than they, the, the two bad losses came on the road at, at Detroit mm-hmm. and at Washington. Which I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying, you know, they've been. I can't. I I don't see the San Francisco 49ers in in their current state coming in the Lambeau Field in a prime time game and going up and down the field against the Packers. So I don't see them scoring a lot. And I think as long as they as the offensive line plays well. And Rodgers takes what the defense gives him, which should be those little bang bang, you know, crossing routes. Um, you know, the receivers, like you said, played. You know, showed that the young kids showed that that they could make plays. Devontae Adams can obviously make plays. It looks like Randall Cobb and Geronimo Allison may be back in the lineup. Um, I like to see the Packers get out to the comfortable lead this week. And then you will see a lot of Aaron, the, 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 all the all the Aaron Jones fan club out there can can, can have their day in the sun when when or, or their 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 night in, under the moon when when Aaron Jones gets fifteen twenty carries in a second and, and they roll along to to an easy win. Give us a score, Mark. Oh jeez, how about uh, 27-13? 27-13. I, I like that a blowout to get ready for the bye week. Yep, I'm going to go with uh, the Packers as well. I think they need to come out. They need to blow this team right out of the water, get the playing field by halftime, 
and really show that they are ready to take on teams like the Rams and the Patriots because they also got to go to Minnesota and they also have to go to Chicago. So it is not going to be easy. So if they can get a big win at home on Monday Night Football on national TV, I think it could be really good for the Packers going forward. They lose, though. It's going to be an interesting conversation for the next two weeks. So, Well, you know, if they lose... Yes. Going into the bye week... Yes. That, that's when teams make changes. What do you mean, Mark? Teams make changes. I mean, whether it's coaching, whether it's personnel, that's when teams usually make changes is during their bye week because they have two weeks to do them. You lose to the San Francisco... If the Packers lose at home to the San Francisco 49ers... Some has to give. I don't know what, but something they're, they're, they 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 can't say, oh, well, everything's fine. I mean, something has to happen if, if, if they lose that home to the 49ers. Don't you think? Yeah. What a I mean, I, I, again, I don't think there's a. I don't. I don't think there's a chance <laughs> it could happen. But <laughs> if I see. It does, I, know, I see where you're going here, and I think every Packers fan is shaking their head yes right now. If they lose to the saying, Niners, I don't think they're going to roll. I would. I, 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 I'd make anybody a bet that the Packers win this game this week. I mean, just we're right. talking straight up, no points. I'm, I'm, I'd bet anybody that wants to bet me the Packers win. But if they don't, and I don't care how they lose, if they were to lose the game, I don't care if it's a bad call. I don't care because it shouldn't come down to a bad call. Mm-hmm. If they lose, something then something goes during the bye week. Somebody or something goes during the bye week. It, it, it gets, and rightfully so. Well, Mark, I'll, I'll perfectly quote to what a good friend of mine, a 49ers fan, said. This team should be 1-15. That's what he told me. So think about that. If the Packers nah, do well, lose... He's, nah, he's being a little too hard on it. They'll, oh, come they'll on find now. a way to win another game. They're, they're def- that's not a terrible <laughs> defense. Like I said, that's a pretty good... That's a good front four they have there. Yeah, but isn't it better, is it better to be an optimistic <laughs> Packers fan than, a, than one that... Uh, as the Niners are right now, which is not optimistic about the future. They'll win more than one. I mean, they're yeah, and, and, and they're going to get. I mean, they're not getting. They're not getting their their quarterback back, but but they're going to get some of those offensive players back. And like I said, the, 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 that's why I only picked twenty seven. You know, I don't I don't see Green Bay scoring a forty points against it. This defense, like I said, front four very good. Ruben Foster, a little bit of a nut job, but a very good football player. Um, they still got Richard Sherman. You know, he's not what he was, but he's not based, not bad. Very good. Um, you know, they, there's some talent on that defense. Yep. I mean, hey, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. Before the season, when they had Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo quarterback and, and other guys on, on, I thought the Niners had a very good chance to be a wild card team. This, oh this man, year. Hey, you drank the Kool Aid, Mark. You drank the Kool Aid. Well, I didn't know their quarterback was going to get hurt the third game of the year. No, but at the same time, I still didn't think that they were very good. I think that defense was still oh, lost and had a lot of uh, building still to do. But, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo gone, that was big loss. Have, have, I didn't buy into bad, the hype. Have you looked at how bad this NFC – I mean, somebody, a bad team is going to make the playoffs out of the NFC. Yeah, I know. I know. If, if Garoppolo doesn't get hurt, I, I still think the Niners would have been to the second wild card. Yeah, but the NFL wants to take care of their quarterbacks. But that exactly. is... You saw is, last year. 
That's a topic for another time, though, of course. So, Mark, great stuff, man. We could go on for hours if we wanted to and but still be can't. able to entertain this audience. But, Mark, I'll talk to you in two weeks, all, all right? right? And we'll be talking about the going, I guess, what, what, what are we talking about? We'll be talking about the bye week, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we could do some bonus coverage well, on but, turning points. Just a thought. A little whatever you want, let point. me know. All right. All right, Mark. Take care, man. All right. Well, that was probably about our most interesting conversations as we started teaming up uh, doing this Pack-A-Day podcast every uh, every other Saturday morning uh, right here on Buzzsprout and iTunes. If you miss this at all, you can find it right there. Uh, tweet us at at Pack-A-Day Podcast, myself at Jake Turner Sport, or Mark at at Mark Echo Zero Eight. Boy, this is a conversation you don't want to miss. Now, if you did get to the end of this podcast, let's here's our question for our Packer faithful out there. If the Packers do lose, what branch of this franchise needs a new coat of paint? Tweet your responses at at Packaday Podcast. If the Packers lose on Monday Night Football, what needs to happen? Give us your take. We are excited to see it. Until next time. This has been your 24-7, 365-day-a-year Pack-A-Day podcast. For Mark Eckel, I'm Jake Turner. And as always, the three best words in the NFL language is Go Pack Go. See you next time. This was Pack-A-Day podcast. Deep down the right side. Snap to Rodgers under a blitz. Rodgers tight pocket steps up, throws the left, got Devontae inside the 10, heads back, cuts left to the 5, reaches Pylon, and touchdown! Oh, what a play by Devontae Adams! Snap to A-Rod, rushes on, has time. Looking through the middle, got him there! Breaking his ring to the 50, he may go all the way to the 20. is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces plus 24 7 customer support his venue never misses a beat call quickgranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done